Blog Talk Radio.
sure that you all get to see it. And um, we're going to talk about it. So, again, welcome, welcome, welcome on this. I believe that there's the 18th of September. Welcome to Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, Blog Talk Radio Ministries, and Facebook Live. I'm covering for Minister Margo, who is on a medical leave at this time. So as she's doing her time of being shut away with the Lord, I want to just share some things with you all. First of all, we're going to start off with a quick little prayer, and we're going to go into the service. Whether you're looking at this live or you're looking at it on a replay of Facebook or you're listening live on blog talk or you're going to listen in the archive. Father God, we come to you on the night, O oh Lord, with heavy hearts, some of us with joyful hearts, some of us excited, some of us down. We don't even know, God. We're just coming to you, God, just as we are, asking you to forgive us of every sin that has been done, spoken, that has been done as a thought, that has been done of omission, commission, God. We come to you asking that you forgive us of every sin that has been put out, performed by us in any way or matter on today, oh God. We ask you to open our ears that we may hear. Open our hearts that we may receive. Open our minds so that we can meditate, God. For your word said you are the true light. You are the true way. God, your word teaches us. We could come to you with all things. Your word tells us that you already know but you just want us to open our mouths, acknowledge it, ask you. We can come to you as the rock of our salvation. God, we come before you. We stand before you. We lay before you. We kneel before you. We walk before you. We're talking with you, oh God, asking you for leadership, guidance, love, protection, comfort, healing. God, we put it all out on the altar before you, God. We're laying it out, God, because we don't know which way to go, God. Even when we think we're happy, God, we're still coming to you because we're asking you to protect us, provide for us, keep us restored, God, because you are our source, oh, Lord. God, we ask you right now to cover us. Let us get what you have. For us in your word on tonight, oh God. Open my heart, God. Open my ears, God. Open my mind, God. Open my spirit, oh Lord. For everything I am, God, is yours. Everything I'm not, God, is yours. Everything you see me as or see me with, God, I receive it in your name, oh God. Prepare me, God, for the change, for the shift, God in the spirit realm, for the shift, God, in the atmosphere. For the shift, God, prepare me, O oh God. In Jesus' name, it is so, and so it is. 
Amen. I was saying that tonight I want to talk about some stuff my sister, possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, had ministered about it yesterday, and God had already put it on my heart to talk about it. So I'm going to ask her later in the program if she has time to speak to speak to our heart, speak to our spirit, speak to our minds. I'm going to ask her if she can take the time out. But I bought some shirts for her and myself. And the shirt, they said, uh, I'm going to hold it up so you can see it. It says, Jesus is my God. Jesus is my King. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is my healer. Jesus is my refuge. Jesus is my provider. Jesus is my strength. Jesus is my defender. Jesus is my protector. Jesus is my peace. Ah. Jesus is my joy. Jesus is my life. Jesus is my all. Jesus is my everything. I bought that shirt because there's nothing that we don't claim Jesus is to us. You know, one thing, there's a couple of things they didn't put on there. I could thank God because I want to say, Jesus is my friend. Mm. That's one thing I want to say. Mm. Jesus, in his words, told me also, how many I inherit what he has. Uh, Jesus gave me power. Yeah. I thank God for doing what only he can do. I thank God for coming into my life. I thank God for knocking on my door of my heart. I thank God for keeping me in my right mind. I thank God for tending to my needs, saying the things that I say to God. I thank him for allowing me to get up with with children, and we used to say at testimony service, I thank God for giving me the ability and the uh, right to move my limbs, giving me the ability to just say thank you, Jesus. We used to tease our sister, Minister Sheila Kaiser, who's gone on to be with the Lord, how she used to just say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you. And as I grow every day in the Lord, I find myself saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. Even the more, thank you, thank you, thank you. Even when I'm going through, thank you, thank you, thank you. Even when I'm looking for, thank you, thank you, thank you. I wore my T-shirt on tonight because we've lost another family member just over the weekend we was we had a, a family member that was, we had lost in Milwaukee. Um, they had his service, and um, we just lost a, another family member this weekend, also named George Smith Sr. Um, 
Sue George had lost his wife a couple of months ago uh, named Aura Smith. They had four children, one daughter, Janice, a son, George Jr., Hewlett, and Jerome. I thank God for them and their spouses and their children. I thank God for his sisters and his brothers of the Smith family. I thank God for that's my family. We are under the Seabury lineage. And we just want to say, excuse me, please keep my family in your prayers. I won't say, as my sister Apostle said, that I know how my cousins are feeling. No, I won't say that. But I will say that we have something in common. We, too, lost our parents two months apart. And we will say that we are praying for you all deeply. You know, when you're in a place of, how do you say, a dark moment, you have to remember when your loved ones know Christ, when they know Jesus, you have to remember that we will see them again. You have to realize that God's timing, God does everything by his timing, not our timing. God does everything his way, not our way. When God does what he does, it's okay to cry. It's okay for us to mourn. It's okay for us to be sad. It's okay for us to talk to God about it. And, you know, we could, you know, they used to teach us when we were young not to question God not to ask him any questions, but I read the Bible and I read what Jesus spoke. In the Old Testament, Jesus had Moses to speak to the people, but when the people began to talk to them because their hearts weren't pure, they couldn't stand, this me now, this me saying, they couldn't stand to hear the voice of God. But when Jesus talks with me and I talk with him, I wait patiently to hear what the Lord is saying. I know that I can talk to God. You know, I, I can tell God I don't understand. God, this hurts. God, I wasn't ready for this. God, I wasn't ready for that. God, I wasn't in a place of uh, prepare. When, when we know God's words tell us to always be ready. You know, but we, we, we take it where we, we want to be ready for this and ready for that, but we don't realize that when he said eat the whole rope, he got to be ready for everything. That's why I'm learning how to pray and, and ask God, God, prepare me. Prepare my family for the shift. You know, I was um, telling a friend and a family member a while back, I said, you know, I hear preach, preachers say on a regular, it's the year you're born and the year you die. And there's space in between. So on your tombstone or even on your obituary, there's a line. What is your line saying? 
I'm not saying lying like L-Y-I-N-G, L-I-N-E. What does your lying say about you? When, when you're living and you're doing what you want to do and then comes and the Lord knocks on the door of your heart, um, are you answering, yes, Lord? Come in, God. I'm ready to suck with you. Yes, Lord. Come in, God. I'm ready to hear you. I'm ready to receive you. Are you talking to the Lord, or are you acting like you didn't hear nobody knocking on the door or ringing a doorbell? What are you doing? I, I'm. I thank God that I had a chance to spend time with my parents. I don't want anybody getting mad. Maybe some people didn't. But I believe that your parents knew you loved them. I believe that your parents knew some things that you don't believe they know. I believe that when you went to God and whatever stage you went to, if you were patient, if you waited to hear from him, You got some answers, or maybe you're still waiting on the answers. Like I said, I wore this T-shirt today because the last time I saw my cousin in purpose, not in purpose, purpose in person, it was at the family reunion in July. And we talked for a little bit, and, you know, there was so much going on, we didn't get a chance to talk a lot, but we talked on a list, and I had a chance to tell him I loved him. I had a chance to remind him that I remembered when I was a little girl how much I loved him. I loved him as a, you know, when you were a little girl, I was about three, four or five, I'll say, and I considered him as my first boyfriend. <laughs> you know, you have a, a family member when you're a child, you, 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 just, you just cling to that one. Well, Bub, that's what we called him, Bub. He was my first boyfriend. I, I loved him. I didn't want nobody around Bub but me. I didn't want nobody to touch Bub but me. I remember when he brought his girlfriend around, I, I told him I didn't like her because she was getting trying to take my place. And Bub was sitting him saying, girl, go somewhere and sit down. He didn't do that because I was a little girl, you know. He didn't do that. What he said to me was, Renee, that's my girlfriend. I really like her. You know, we go to dinner and we go to the show and, you know, you can't do that stuff with me. And I didn't understand, but because he had a smile on his face that I knew he wouldn't hurt me or say nothing bad, I said, okay, she can stay. I remember that conversation because I love Bob. And you all know what it's When you're at a loss for words, you don't know what to say. Sometimes it's best not to say nothing but just pray. When you know who God is and you know that God is a true light, when you're in a place of darkness and, and you want to sit back and say, God, why? And God this and God that. But God said, you're supposed to know me. You know my father. You're supposed to know me. If you know me, 
you know you'll see them again. Keep my correct. Get about my business. Uplift someone else. Tell them about the good news of Jesus. Tell them that the, even though you may cry, even though your heart may be broken, even though you may be devastated and walking around in unbelief, you know that if you do right, when you know that <clears throat> you're operating by my will, when you know that I have control, when you know that you can look on this shirt and find that Jesus is my God. That's the first thing it says. Jesus is my God. Mm. You're going down past my King, my Lord, my Savior. Jesus is your Savior. You've you got to look at that and say there's nothing I'm going through that God won't take control over and comfort me. Jesus is my healer when my heart is overwhelmed, when I'm feeling like what more. Jesus is my refuge. I can hide in him. Hmm. Yes. I can hide in him. I can run to him, and he will take me in his arms and hold me because he's my refuge. He's my provider. He will provide me on the inside where my parts is my heart. The parts of my heart feel like it's broken and it's falling apart. Jesus can mend it. Jesus is my provider. He provides me with that special attention that I need. And this time it will. Jesus is my strength. Mm. When I can't hold myself up, when I don't have the words, when I don't know how I'm going to get from here to there or how I'm going to make it, Jesus will strengthen me. Jesus, not only will he speak into my life, Jesus has spoken over my life. He is my strength and a strong power. He is my strength and a broken soul. He is my strength when I can't seem like I can go left or to right. He is my strength. He will carry me when I can't carry myself. He will pick me up when I don't have the strength to pull myself up. He's my strength. Yes. When I'm weak, Jesus is my strength. Facebook, don't let the enemy try to freeze up my, my station, my program on tonight, because I need to speak it to myself and my family. Jesus is our strength. We need you, oh Lord. We need you, God. Seems like ever since 2018, we've been getting hit. But while we're getting hit, God is putting his, his angels in place. God is putting his praise team in heaven in place. God is putting this 
everybody in the place that they need to be because while they're up there doing what they're doing, we're down here doing what God has us to do. So while we're doing all that, we got to be ready. Jesus is our defender. Mm-hmm. Yes. While you're going through and you're in a, in a state of mind and you, you got to take off and you, you, you got to do what you got to do. Jesus is defending you. Your name is going places. Your, your, your spirit is going places. God is talking special about you. God is defending you. Ah, but you got to stand up and defend him also. That we don't mourn like others. Because, see, we know the Lord. We know the Lord. We know that when, when one of us are hurting, we mourn with them. When one of us are happy, we joyful with them. When one of us are going through, we're picking them up, going through with them. See, that's when God shows up. Jesus is our peace. In this place, God, keep my mind in perfect peace. Pick up the pieces of our heart, oh God. My Lord, let your peace roam in my house, roam in my life, roam in my family. Let your peace Rome and don't let the don't let the enemy get in with the little tin and tatting and you know this mind that's mine I was supposed to mm-mm, Jesus is our peace Jesus is our joy for the joy of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow ah Jesus is our joy think about all the good times and think about all the joyful times and Think about all the times that we had to make up. Hmm. I'm sorry I said that. I apologize. As my sister apostle let's say, say I apologize. I apologize for acting like that. I apologize for not encouraging you. I apologize for not believing in you. I apologize for not being there to help you. I apologize. And then a step back and say, I receive. Mm. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, I apologize to you. Tell yourself, I apologize to you. I forgive you. Talk to yourself. Ask God to bring back your joy. See, a lot of us forget. We get in dark places in ourselves. We lose joy within ourselves. Ask God to give you back your joy. Mm. Jesus is our life. He gives life. He gives us the breath of life. Ah. God said we're just a baby. When we understand that we are on assignment, when we understand that we are here but for a moment, I spoke on it the other day, a thousand years is like a day with God, and a day with God is a thousand years. When we understand the life that we have, it was given to us by the Lord. It was given to us because God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son, 
that we may have life and that more abundantly. See, a lot of us want to look at that as a fairy tale or a nursery rhyme. But it's true. God has given us life more abundantly because he gave his only begotten son. So if he brought his son, he let him come down here to earth to take on the sins of the world, which God cannot stand sin. It stinks to him. He will not bear it in sight, smell, and definitely not in a case. God cannot, will not refuse to have any type of sin in his eyes. So I thank God for telling me that he is my life. And in return, I give my life back to him. God is my all. All I need on my left hand, all I need on my right hand, all I need in front of me, all I need in back of me, all I need around me, all I need above me, all I need beneath me, God is my all. When you start realizing that everything belongs to him, he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. God owns everything. There's nothing we have that God did not give or take. He said nothing happened <clears throat> that he don't allow to happen. So even our heartbreaks, even our disappointments, because, see, that's us being human. That's us being human. That God allows us to be. He allows us to be human. He allows us to talk to him. He allows us to tell him everything. See, God is our everything. Because you can either keep your mouth quiet or you can keep your mouth closed or you can stay angry and you can stay hurt and you can stay bottled up and you can use any little thing as an excuse. But God's timing. Ah, go through what you have to go through. But when it's all said and done, God is your everything. God will keep you. He will restore you. He will refresh you. He will remind you of the things that he had done. Mm. See, some of us are going through ailments and illnesses, and some of us are going through financial, physically, mentally. Whatever it is, we're going through something. But, you know, we forget that at a point in time, we go through stuff we, now think about it. Sometimes you say, I'm, I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of going through this. I'm tired of going through that. See, we have those personal conversations with you, and we have them private conversations with God, and we just get to a place we start talking to God and telling him the real story, which he already knows. He just wanted to talk to him. When you get into that place where you call it a dark moment or you call it a place of, I can't believe it, you know, that's when you go to God and say, God, help me with my unbelief. God, help me in a place that I need you to be like a light on the hill, God. I need to see.
see you. I need to find you, God. God, I, I, I hear you, but there's so much going on up here between us. Heartbreak and so much going on up here between us. I can't believe it. There's so much going up on up here where I can't find it. There's so much going on up here in my head, God. I can't see it. God, there's so much going on in my head. I, I can't. I don't know how to pray. God, there's so much going on in my head. I don't have the words to say. God, there's so much going on in my head. God, I need you. We got to get to that place. We just have to know that God understands moans. And even the word of God said, where are the moaning women? Where are the wailing women? We got to get to that place where God can understand your cry, your moan, your groan. God can understand just the silence. Because, see, we look at people because we hear them and we visualize, but God hears what's in our heart. So let your heart talk to God on tonight, whatever situation you're in. Happy, successful, sad, broken, unbelievable, can't wait, still in, how long, Talk to God with your heart. Uh, see, we got to get to a place that we have to know that when it's all said and done, from A to Z, I can go to God. 12.01 a.m. to 12.00 p.m. I can go to God. That's from morning to lunch. From 1.00 p.m. to 11.59 p.m., I can go to God. From Sunday to Monday. So whether you think God is on a break for breakfast, break for lunch, break for dinner, no, God ain't on a break. He's covering you. 24-7. God covers you in the morning. God covers you in the night. God covers you going in. God covers you going out. So any time and any place you find yourself, find yourself giving God time. We take time out to do everything we want. We go every place we want. Take your time out to talk to God and see what God says and whether somebody's asking you to go this place or go that place, do this, do that, before you answer, talk to God. God may tell you to sit down for a minute, or God may say, you know, you can't make that one. Or he may tell you to go. But talk to God. Let your wishes and your desires and your dreams come before God. Speak it to God. And God will soothe you and comfort you. He will send you the comfort. He won't leave you alone. God will talk to you. God will be there. He may not come when you want, but he's always on time. Back to God's timing. You know, I remember um, when my mom was here, and she was, she said she was tired. She was tired of the pain. She was tired of being sick, and she was tired. 
And she said, let me go. She said, if you keep calling on me and keep holding on to me, she said, I got to go be with my Lord. She said, let me go. Everything's going to be all right. You can't depend on me anymore. You can't call on me anymore because God has the answers. And see, at that point in time, I was living my best. And I had to understand that it was no more where I could call my mom or my dad and say, um, I've got in this situation or that situation, or can you help me or can you do this? I, be, I had to go to God because I had to understand he was my everything. I had to go to God and try him for myself. Even though I was living my best life, I still know that God was able. So I don't want to get that wrong, or you all think that's wrong. Even though, because I was raised in a sanctified home, went to a sanctified church all my life. So for those that don't know what I mean, my family was called Holy Road, speaking in tongues, laying hands. But one thing we could, I could say, our life was never turned off. We was never hungry. We may not have uh, wanted what we had because, see, we always want to eat something we don't have in the house. Y'all know how it is. But we was never hungry, never cold, never set out, never put out. So for those that would ask God what we're supposed to get out of that, he may be teaching you that you don't have to live like that. Get before him. Get with him. And God will show you that. He is your everything, whatever state you're in. See, that's my testimony. My testimony is not to put anybody down. That's my testimony of when I was growing up. Now, when I got older, things was different. So I, I want you all to understand that things was different. But what I had to come to the understanding was that even in my darkest moments, I had to go to God and say, Lord, I'm still learning to live in Psalms 23 and 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Mm. I'm still learning to live in there. I'm still learning to live in Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Lord, I'm still learning to live in those places. God, I'm still learning that you love this world so much you sent your only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. God, in that more abundantly, I'm still learning. I'm still learning that. I'm still learning that you will hide me. Mm. I'm still learning I'm still learning that I could run to you as a strong power. I could run to you, oh God. I'm still learning that you are the rock of my salvation. I'm still learning, God. Because, I, like I said, I'm human. Things happen sometime, and I kind of get into myself, and I have to step back and say, oh, oh, oh Lord Jesus, help me, God. I, I'm, I don't want to be here. But, God, I'm just asking you right now, oh, Lord, cover me and my family. 
couple of my cousins that's going through. Bub was my first cousin. We are cousins through our mothers being sisters. Yeah. Regardless how our last name changed because our mothers had remarried. So we we come from it started off where our names our family names is Sinclair Brown Seabury. From the Seabury lineage, the daughters married, their last name changed. The sons that married, their last name stayed the same, Seabury. So I just want to say to my Seabury family, whatever state we're in, whatever city we're in, we have to stay before God. Those that's going to come in for the service, we have to stay before God. We have to keep our family prayed up. Marie, we praying for you. Marie, we praying for you. Margot McCoy, we praying for you. The Smith family. Junior. Homer, Frank. Steve. Joe. Pearl. We praying for you, Junior. We praying for you. We we don't want to miss a name. We don't want to leave nobody out. We pray for those above siblings. We praying for you. For his children. We're praying for you. For all of the spouses of the sisters and brothers and the children and the families. Cousins, nieces, nephews, great, 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 the grandchildren. We're praying for you. We must pray for one another. Yes. God's will, God's way. God. Keep us, Lord. He'll deliver the senior customer. Late in the midnight hour, early in the morning, all through the day, God, we need you. God, as we stand before you again, God, we need you. God, as we stand on the altar, kneeling, praying a line before you, God, we need you. God, with the tears rolling down our face, God, we need you. God, as we reflect on the memories and think of the yester winds and the yester days. God, we need you. The things we said we did not say, we didn't get to say, God, we need you. God, we just ask you right now, oh Lord, cover, comfort, bring a joy back, God. Those simple smells those pictures, those neckties, those dresses, the, whatever it is, God, the gloves, the books, the songs, the favorite meals, the favorite places. God, whatever it is, we need you. The hats, the scarves, whatever it is, oh, God, we need you. 
the house, the home, the neighborhood. God, we need you. The favorite place to sit at the church in this restaurant. God, we need you, oh God. God, whatever it is that brings back a memory with a smile, God, we need you, oh God. Cover, 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 heal, God, heal, heal, deliver, set free. Send the comforter, send the angels, oh God. We need you, oh Lord. In Jesus' name, we need you, oh God. Keep Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser in your prayers. Keep Pastor Servant Troy Thomas in your prayers. Keep my cousin Jamal Dickens in your prayers. Keep us, oh God. I'm asking you to keep us in your prayers. Because as we sit back and try to say, God, I wasn't ready. God, comfort our hearts, speak to our heart, God. Your time, oh Lord, your time. God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I want you all to pray, like I said, for my family, um, George Smith Jr.'s family. His service will be, if I'm not mistaken, this weekend coming up. Please call out the Smith's name in prayer. If you don't just you don't say nothing. For God bless the Seabury Smith family. Bless them, oh God. We just want you all to know that we don't mourn like others, but we mourn. Mm. We believe me. When we hurt, we hurt. But we know that God is able to see us through. We know that God is going to see us through. We know that God is a keeper. He's going to keep us. And when you know that, all you can do is just say, Lord, I give it back to you. This right here, God, I give it back to you. I trust you, God. I trust you, I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to open the line. Ask the possibly like to open the lines if anybody's on blog talk would like to have any words on tonight. Please do so at this time. And anybody on Facebook like to type in something, please do so at this time. Amen. I thank God for um the people of God. I thank him for us knowing how and when to pray for his people. And I just wanna say this one thing not only do I agree with what was talked about I want us to remember we oftentimes think that we have time we the word reminds us that our life is life of vapor but we say stuff like yeah I'm getting ready I'm getting ready no it's about being ready being ready. Be ready. If you're getting ready, that means that you have negated the word of God that says tomorrow is not promised to no one. Yes. So if 
if tomorrow is not promised to no one, why would you be getting ready? Uh, Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Because the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, Mm. The name of Jesus He makes it so that we are ready So please people of God Let Jesus be your substitute Believe in your heart Confess with your mouth Be ready So that when you stand before Jesus When you stand before God When you stand before that judgment day You can faithfully say, God, please look at me through the blood. See me through the blood. Amen. That's all I can say. Amen. Father, like I thank you so much for that. I thank you for sharing that with us tonight. Praise God. Is there anyone else? Glory to God. I thank God for the opportunity to just share on tonight with you all. I thank God for Apostle reminding us not to get ready or working on getting ready, but to be ready. Because one thing we do know that God said that the man don't know the day or the hour when he's going to come, but it pays to be ready. Because as she just said, we could ask God to see me through the blood. Because <laughs> he said his blood will wash you whiter than snow. God, see me through your blood. God. Thank God he don't wear rose-colored glasses. Thank God he don't have to look at me through blue blockers or none of that. God, but see me through the blood. God, I thank you for your word. Glory to God. I want to just say that. As we go through this life that we live in, we have to be mindful that we have to live the way God has called us to live. We may all be a part of the body of Christ, but we are all different members. We all have a different job. Do what God has called you to do and stick to your assignment. And be who God has called you to be. And don't worry about what they're doing on the left hand or the right hand. You stay center and focus on God and his word. And allow God's word to lead and guide you. If you don't have a church home, please find a church home that's teaching you about the word of God. Please get a Bible. Ain't got to be new. If it's some good used Bibles out here. If you know somebody that got a couple of them for one of their Bibles, ask God to bless you with a Bible. You may walk down the street and find a Bible. Some land on the sidewalk or a park bed, or somebody just walk up to you and get you have them out here passing our Bible. If you have some money, go buy a Bible. Go buy a used bookstore. Go to 
Central Library says they have some books on sale. Uh, they've given away books. Go to, just get oh, get the word. Make sure you get a word that's telling you what the Lord says, not just something giving you statements. Get a holy Bible. Me, myself, I prefer King James. Other people look for the NIV, the e, what is it, ESP or EPS, whatever you need. Get a Bible that you can understand the word. Google it. The Holy Bible. You, you, you don't have no excuses now. You can Google it for free. Download it on your phone, tablet, whatever you got. Get in the Word. Learn the Word of God. And see, don't your life get better? Practice and follow the Word of God. Repent. Ask God to save you for real. Don't worry about what you're doing. Ask God to save you for real and ask him daily. Repent daily. Do it more than one or two times a day. You drink water more than one or two times a day. You use the bathroom more than one or two times a day. You eat more than one or two times a day. So repent any time and every time you need to. Repent and ask God to save you. So I want to thank you all for listening in on tonight. I want to thank you all for being a part of our program on tonight. We are so happy to tell you that we are living on and standing on the foundational scripture of Matthew 6 and 33. For seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We thank you for joining us this Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be back next Monday, which will be the fourth Monday of the month. See, the month is almost gone. That's why we say you have to be ready. Time waits on no one. It is all about God's timing. Next Monday is the fourth Monday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where myself, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, along with Minister Ron Montgomery and his wife, mother missionary, Tony Montgomery, will be ministering about the biblical lifestyle of the family, husband and wife, children, siblings, family love. If you come back Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be ministering what God has put on my heart. It may be a continuation of this because we will be getting ready for the service on Saturday this weekend and that we will be sending my cousin Bub off with a true home going. I'm looking forward to a move of God at this home going. I'm just being honest. God is able. God is able. If you come back on Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, you will hear the very own Apostle Elect Dr. Priscilla Kaiser, which is also 10.30 Eastern Standard Time a.m. to hear what God has put on her heart to share with the people on 
your way to church or from church or work or coming home from work or just being around. Just tune in to hear what God has to say. But if you come back this Wednesday, you can just hear me speak on Wisdom Wednesday, what God has been sharing with me to share with the people as far as wisdom. You know, I can share some things that I've learned in life, some I've saw, some I've experienced, some I've heard. So I just want you all to tune in at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time to hear what God has to share with you all this Wednesday. And with that being said, I want to say good night, everybody. We love you with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. Good night.